There's no problem too big or small, no issue too hot or cold, and no subject these gentlemen won't talk about. Let's head into the lab to see what they're working to figure out today. Let's get into it and get down to it. Welcome to Figure It Out. This is George Graubacher. Joining me, as always, is Centauri Minor. Hello, folks. Helping us move from awareness to action today. I don't know what's helping us move from awareness to action today. The world, or rather, no, 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 not the world. The country being in chaos. That chaos. Is, that is what's starting us today. Yeah. So I've got two versions of, of, of how to open the show. Okay. <laughs> Should we go with the super glib one first? But that's just you. You know, George is going to do what George is going to do. Yeah. Go. Go for it. It's like asking the sun not to shine kind of a thing. <laughs> it's something along the lines of how, how the, the series finale of, of The Apprentice is, uh, is really, really taking it over the top. Right? I mean, how is, not that this is a surprise to anybody, and the whole glib part is that what happened was obviously one of the worst things that's ever happened in our country, but this is sort of what you get when you hire a reality, an Emmy-winning reality show star and producer. Yeah, I there's mean, been, I, there, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the supercut of uh, the 2016 election when um, all the, well, because it's competitors, obviously, but just people being like, hey, if we elect this man, things are not going to be good. Uh, and so it's kind of just a big, I told you so. I mean, and we've talked about this on the on the show, how we feel like a lot of people are overreacting for a lot of things. It's like, Donald Trump is going to ruin the country, whatever. And you're like, everyone calm down. But now towards the end, it's uh, it's getting a little rough out there. I mean, maybe there was some merit to those, those, those conversations. Yeah, yeah, maybe there was. Maybe he is. <clears throat> well, whatever. Certainly merit to those conversations. The other alternative opening is now that, that, that we are aware that aliens are real. Just imagine, because it's probably like they're, they're probably going to be showing up a lot more now that they're seeing what's going on. They're like, the humans are, are really going to actually blow this whole thing up. And we need to intervene. So just, just imagine if, if, if the little green aliens or gray men or whatever they are came down and they looked at what just happened with the incident on the Capitol. Well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, mostly that I, it, there is kind of a, um, a way to make that segue around. And so you, I'm, you obviously, obviously heard about everything being declassified as far as UFOs and everything. And so it's really interesting to think about people in the 60, 50s and 60s that we were like, oh, you're crazy, that's not true. It's like, no, maybe they did see something and maybe so. This idea of misinformation of, and uh, suppressing voices, that happened obviously, because those people were, were crap quats back then. But now we have a bunch of data saying, hey, people have seen things, people in our military have seen things, and they just kind of put it away. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so that was a, a pretty brilliant way to open the show and, and, and segue in. One of us <laughs> made it brilliant, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so Centauri and I are obviously um, excited to have this conversation, um, a little bit apprehensive mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. having this conversation, yep. just like all the conversations that we have, right. um, sort of just, just wait into it. So. Um, we talked on the last episode 
when it was like the election, right? That's yep. what we were talking about. And we were talking about first principle thinking. Mm-hmm. So just looking at something to figure out what's actually true here. What is true about this? Removing assumptions, right. not trying to reason by analogy. And so we wanted to talk about how what happened out at the Capitol is it how 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 is it similar or different to other protests that we've been experiencing this year BLM protests because that's all anybody wants to talk about is mm-hmm. just kind of mm-hmm. compare it on one side of the aisle and then we want to talk about just how 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 the media is looking at it and, and and how we're all interacting with it but first and foremost let's just try to get down to what unpack what we know actually happened mm-hmm. yeah so what <laughs> what in the world did happen there? <laughs> well, I'm not CNN or Fox News, so I don't, I'm, I'm not a journalist, but from what I can glean, um, and stop me if there's anything that you feel is contradictory or not true, but essentially, um, some folks that felt disenfranchised for, and rightfully so, given their, their thought process, I'm not saying that they're not, um, decided to, um, one, I will say peacefully protest. So part of what happened at the Capitol was just a peaceful protest, people going to voice um, uh, voice their views, which is great, they should. Um, it's part of their American right. But then there was a small group of those folks who were part of the protest that took it a bit too far and uh, essentially had a surge um, on the Capitol. So, uh, and more and more data comes out or more and more anecdotes come out. We know that those folks were really looking to do a lot more damage than that they actually did. So kudos to the law enforcement that stopped it. Um, but to really disrupt the d- uh, democratic process when they were uh, doing the election count, uh, or rather election certification, but also really to wreak havoc on some of the elected officials. I think one of the things that's been the most harrowing to think about is Mike Pence, whether you love him or hate him, doesn't matter, but he was put in immense danger because of these folks. That's the second most powerful person on the pl- in the free world, um, and that was something that was seen as he was a he's a target. You had folks like um, AOC, who again, lover or hater, was a target. These folks are elected officials of our country, and it's really scary to think about. They were put in a position where they wouldn't be able to govern because a small group of very very terrible people went to the Capitol um, to cause and wreak havoc. And it seems like they their intent was to do a lot of harm and damage. And I think that's the scariest part uh, for me. And then also, it just put the country in disarray. Um, that day, and we were joking about it here, it was a Wednesday, it was a Wednesday and uh, from noon on, we didn't do anything but watch television, right? And uh, it was this weird, eerie feeling of what's going to happen, what does this all mean? Um, and so those are the things that I, I know that, that, those are the things I would be able to say on air that I know aren't controversial, those just seem to be the, the true things, but if there's anything that I, I missed or got wrong, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So. It was organized in advance, obviously. Right, right. But there was going to be some kind of a protest right. at the Capitol. And then, and around one o'clock Eastern time, when Trump was speaking, or was it right after that? And I, I don't, I, I unfortunately don't know. I don't know the timeline, yeah. Uh, but then these protesters, all of them, some of them, groups of them actually then went into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And their intentions were, who knows? Um, but that is what happened. Right. And then the police eventually were able to to break it up or get everybody to leave, and and it ended. And one lady was was one of the protesters was killed, mm. was shot in the Unfortunately. neck. Unfortunately. 
and I think several police officers were killed, mm-hmm. um, and certainly people people were injured. So that is what happened there. A group of American citizens showed up to protest, and it was at the behest of of President Trump that they were there. That he organized or he suggested, hey. Mm-hmm. Because on that day, they were going to vote to actually certify the election. Right. So that's what was going on in the actual Capitol building when the protesters were there and when they broke in, which prompted them to stop the vote and, and evacuate. Right. So the results of the election were not certified during that time. Until much later that night. And I think it's, um, <clears throat> again, important to kind of separate the, the two because I think a lot of folks are complaining. There was a peaceful po- protest of... There were thousands of people there that did nothing wrong, right? They were just, they were there protesting. They were there for a couple of hours. They went home. They, they're patriots. They did, they did what they had to do. Then there was a smaller group that, uh, again, took it a step beyond that and went into the Capitol. Um, and it's the other piece of this that is very harrowing is that it was very clear that it was, I don't, I guess the term would be inside job, but there were folks inside the Capitol who had access previously that pretty much either let, both let them in and also gave them a plan to figure out where people were, what that looked like. That is very, very scary. And I think that we're going to have a lot of information. Right. Just my, my suspicion, and from what I've been hearing, is that a lot more information is going to be coming out. Centauri and I are having this conversation at uh, 9 o'clock Mountain Time on January the 14th. So. Oh, I'm sure many things will come out in the next couple of weeks about it. Um, and that's a whole other animal. So, Okay. Um, what what led? I mean, this is such a mm. mm-hmm. so many different things to sort of jump into here. It's interesting. I I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience at at the Capitol from probably like eight years ago. Oh wow! Uh, Emily, my my wife had a, had an event and it was a conference, so I, I got to tag along. It was before we had any kids, so she was at um, at her conferences all day, and I just got to sort of bum around. And a couple of things. The Capitol, if you've never been to Washington, D.C., is this amazing place. I love America, and therefore, to be able to see in person all of these, these, these places and all of these things was, was really an amazing experience. Um, when I went to the, uh, I should have remembered what the actual term for the building was, the rotunda, it's not the Capitol Rotunda, but it's where they have the founding documents. Mm. Like, I went in there, and I literally cried. When I, and I'm going to cry right now just thinking about it. It's how silly I am. Uh, but I just can't even, and, and then going to the Smithsonian and seeing just artifacts of, of our country's founding, mm-hmm. and having gone to the um, to the Senate chamber or the um, the just 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 the different um, the Senate and, and then the House chambers, um, it's it's amazing. So the thought of, of people breaking in and and desecrating it yeah. and bringing a Confederate flag in Oof, that, yeah. that that's never been in there is is just one of the most repulsive and disgusting things that, that, that I, I can really think of. Um, and then the next thing was, I was shocked. I, I, I went and visited, and visited then Sec- or, uh, Senator Jeff Flake. We're, we're in Arizona, mm-hmm. and, and I had an appointment with him. But I just walked right in. Yeah, it's just, it's pretty open. It's it was, pretty it was, open. It's shocking to me. I'm just walking around, like literally, nobody. there's nobody there. Yeah, it's a good- um, and so it was fascinating to, to then just, I, I literally just walked around. I'm seeing all these, not that they're famous people, but, but our elected representatives' offices and everything else. So that's that. And then I remembered, um, like, 
within the last year, that person, some some dude jumped the fence at the White House and actually got inside the White House. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. It was, it was a lady who was guarding the uh, the door, the guy, so he knocked her over and was in the White House. Wow. And then the Capitol shooting that happened oh, within the yeah, past yeah. couple of years. So <clears throat> there's a lot going on here. Right. But needs to be addressed that I was able to walk around, that yeah. this happened, yeah. you know, and more stuff will come out, but it's just, it's it's odd to me, and I'm sure that all this will change now, kind of like right. after 9-11, now we have to take our shoes off at the airport. Right, right, right. Well, uh, the, I mean, they now have metal detectors, and a bunch of GOP lawmakers are upset about it. Um, to your point about, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be, I mean, open so you can have access to those folks, but um, I believe it was today the FBI kind of gave the rating of... Um, I think they said it like an F to the Capitol Police. That the the there's more and more um, data coming out that this was a credible threat that they knew about and did nothing about. It'd be like 9/11 happening and they're being like, "Hey, this is going to happen tomorrow," and the F, and TSA saying, "All right, well, cool. We're not going to do anything to uh, add any other business personnel or anything." Yeah, business as usual. Um, and so I think that's uh, that'll definitely. Spark a, a, a not only investigation, but probably some changes in protocol. Which I don't know if those were nefarious, and they're like we get threats all the time, so we're just not going to do it. Or if there was something to be said about we, the threats coming, and we want it to come. That we don't know. I don't think we'll ever quite know. Yeah. Well, so so here we are, um, and I think that as I look back on this, all <laughs> it's it's all, all all of these things have kind of happened. Yeah. You have. I remember the first time I heard it was Trump that used the term fake news. Oh. I remember that term. I was yeah, like, what a ridiculous yeah, term. Yeah. And now it's part of our regular nomenclature. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard safe spaces and trigger warnings and white privilege and all these terms which are just now part of what seems like our everyday. Like I can't yeah. not. Yeah. Just in the past five years. Yeah. And you have... You know, Russia and China <laughs> and their influence on our culture. People say that China Russia stole the election when in fact, you know, they were just they're just trying to screw with us. Right. And and doing a good job, it, by the way. It, it it worked. Yeah. It totally worked. The internet, social media, outside actors. Right. They have absolutely perverted and 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 warped all of our minds. Right. On both sides. I do think it. I do think there's a there's a piece of that where, um, and we we, we we posted that we were doing this uh, this podcast on on social media and asked some folks what would they like to hear. And I think a big one for me, especially given the the the, the seat that I sat in for a number of years, which is being around um, a lot of folks who are on the right and far right, is this idea of like a, a QAnon, and taking a step back from that of this idea of there is just a different truth for some people. And I think the, the hard part, uh, well, the most recent example would be the election, right? You have a, a, a group of people who are, and I, I hate when people are saying, like, these people are stupid, they're, um, they don't understand, they don't get it. It's like, no, these are very smart, well-educated people that have bought into this idea of the election was stolen for them, right? And uh, But we have every bit of data uh, from... Every Trump-appointed judge from every lawmaker that's saying, hey, like, you lost the election. That's just the truth. We have all these people that are built around the consensus around that truth, right? 
Yet half of the people, half of this country doesn't believe that that's true. Um, and I think the biggest conversation that we have to have as a country is uh, this idea of misinformation. And also there is at, at some point, it was Kellyanne Conway who said alternative facts. At some point there are just facts. They're not alternative facts. It's a fact that Joe Biden won the election. We know that. Everyone will certify that. They just certified that. And there are still folks who believe that was stolen. That is the problem that brought us here. I mean, I think that's going to be the problem that really uh, leads us into some some very much disarray as a country in the next four years of you're going to have all of these folks who believe just a completely different truth than the rest of the country. And I don't know if there's a way to reconcile that. I don't know how you, um, I don't know if you start young and teach people about like, this is probably a conspiracy theory. Don't understand how we ever going to get ahead of it. But that was a big, big, big problem. And then to your point, George, it doesn't help that China and Russia are pushing in information. So on social media uh, and part of the news, you're seeing this narrative and you're like, well, I don't I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going to take it and believe it. And then some people just run with it. So I think that that is is. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. What you just said is is reasoned and 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 constructive and we can actually probably do something about it and then you had biden obama michelle obama and everybody else referring to this all as 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 racist and and what would have happened if they had been black people and everything else mm. and that i think that that is the absolute opposite of constructive because Ooh. Now what you're doing is you are throwing gasoline on the fire for people who are already disenfranchised, who are already thinking that the system is rigged, and now you're telling them that not only is your guy losing and he's getting thrown out and you're going to go to jail, but <laughs> you're also a freaking racist. Yeah. Still, yeah, more so. I guess it depends on like what ultimate outcomes you want. I guess if you, I'll, I'll agree with you. I will definitely agree with you if you think the goal is unity. Because if the goal is unity, I think both sides need to kind of take a step back and say like, look, we know that there's problems. We know there's shit. We know that these things are happening. But if we want to move together as a country, um, we have to do X, Y, and Z. So I totally agree with you on that. I do reject the notion. Like I, I think their ultimate goal, and I'm not going to say if I agree or not. I, will, I would just say their ultimate goal was probably to say, hey, this is yet another example of the things that we've been talking about for the last four years. And I do agree with that. That is a good example. I don't know if I agree that this is the right time to talk, like to elevate that in a world where we just need some, some stability. And so it's probably, to your point, not a great idea to throw gasoline on that fire. So you think that that they're right, though? That oh, Obama absolutely. and Biden and Obama's... Absolutely. If there were a bunch of black or brown folks that did that, they all would have been shot within five minutes. How and many, we know every how many, how many, every bit of research shows every bit of research shows that how many Black Lives Matter protesters were killed by cops? I have no idea. None. No idea. Over an entire summer. Because they every city because they were what? Are you going to do you want to see the pictures of those protests where it's just people walking? And what I said was the people at the protests at the Capitol. Great. Good. They weren't storming into a federal building. Black people can't do that in this country. We know that they can't. We and, know that they can't. And who was it that was protecting the Capitol building? Was it white cops? It was cops of all. It was everyone. Well, there are a ton of black cops. And the most famous was that black, that poor black cop who was backpedaling and backpedaling. 
So was it so his? So you're telling me just no? His, his his love of white people that said, "Oh no, uh uh-uh, uh, I, I I can't shoot these guys." So tell me what what exactly are you arguing? Because I know your argument is not that a bunch of people that look like me could have gotten anywhere close to what just happened. You know that that's not true. You know definitively that's not true. Don't shrug. You know that's not true. Do not. No, I, I don't. I hate these conversations true. where people say I don't think that's true. You know there's damn just, well there's just that no that would have happened. There's, there's, just, there's just no way to Plenty of that. evidence of that. What? There's plenty of evidence that shows that what white people do you have? are perceived less violent than black people. There's no fucking way I could show up to the Capitol that angry and not get hurt. There's no fucking way. And if you look at the pictures from BLM to what happened, they're completely and starkly different. Now, I'm not saying that anybody, there's no, How's that? actually there was no, there's very few violence from black people for, on BLM protests, but we don't need to unpack that. Mm-hmm. They're very, very different. I refuse the conversation to have, I refuse to have the conversation around, it would have been okay for black and brown people to do with that day. Because we both know that's not true. Well, I don't no, think it's, it's an intellectually it's, good it's, argument. It's, it's not, not okay for anybody It's to not do good that. for to anyone to do that. But and a you bunch just of, got no, no, done no, telling me a that, bunch of that white the people FBI just got a pass. came out and said that they got an F yeah. for protecting it. So you're telling me that, see, I, I, I just don't think that you've thought all the way through it. There was one black police officer or one white police officer trying to hold off a mob of people. If there had been 50 police officers for the one, I think that it would have resulted in a very, very different experience. I think that every one of those people that broke in there would have gotten their asses shot or beaten down and thrown the fuck out. So, I think it would have been a totally different experience. The fact that they were so poorly so why were they ready. So why were they so very prepared for BLM protests this summer, well, I, and I, so see, very so that, and so not prepared for no a idea. bunch of white Trump supporters I don't know when the they had credible sources? You do know the answer to that question. No, I don't. So now, so now you're saying that the entire Capitol Hill Police Department is is racist, and that's what they're investigating. Okay. Well, Washington D.C. Police Department is 52% black. That's not how it's 32% white. I don't have time to give you a, a lesson on systemic racism. I don't. I'm saying that when BLM happened this summer in D.C., there were tons of protection. Last Wednesday, when they had credible sources around just the fact that there is every elected official in one place, the vice president there, there should have been increased You're support. Right. And I think that, that it's also, it's, it's been tell, positive. It's George, been tell, positive me, tell me this. And tell me this honestly from your heart. If they had that credible source with the same people that were convened last week, the vice president, everyone, they were like, a BLM protest is happening tomorrow. You don't think, that, you think they would have had the same amount of police staff there? We're, we're Do you think they would have had the same amount of police staff there? I have no idea. Okay. He, he, see, here's the thing. This is the same, you're talking, this is the same conversation. We've been talking about defunding the police from, from, the, from BLM. That's the whole thing. Defund the police. And so now it sounds like the police were defunded, or there just weren't enough of them. So you got, when I say you, I mean BLM or that side of the world that thinks that that thinks that way. And, and perhaps- So in, why was the uh, one day perhaps, where you had everyone the, that should have been protected, why was that the day? Well, everyone know. that was gonna be protected, but you know the other folks it's, that it, are gonna be there. It's a horrible conspiracy, perhaps. But 
that does not point to that this was white supremacy or anything like that. Okay. You just had some really police officers that were thrown in a terrible situation. And that's why I, I assume I think that's protesters very naive. weren't uh, shot. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Very well. What is the next thing? Mm, we can talk about... There was a good... I don't know. Do you read Tingle? I don't know what that is. Tingle. You should read Tingle. Tingle is a, um, a kind of a newsletter that's put out daily. He gives insert topic here, what the right is saying, what the left is saying, and then his take. It's great. It's actually probably the most... I feel like it's the most objective um, piece of news out there. And you talked about the future of the GOP. He said there are three camps, those who feel like um, the GOP needs to go further right, those who are saying that the party is going down a, a terrible path, and those who believe that it's already been down this terrible path. Um, and so I think a good conversation would be like, what happens now? Like, what do we, what do, we do? I, have you been following the, the censure stuff uh, coming out of the Arizona GOP? No. So they've censured... That's the right word. Censured Jeff Flake, Cindy McCain, right? Um, and who were t- t- 10 years ago, great Republicans, were seemingly great Republicans now, not so much. But I don't know what we do as a, and we, I say we as a member of the GOP, what we do as a party to kind of move forward from this. I think there's a lot of folks who believe that what happened last week was uh, obviously terrible and awful, um, but not terrible and awful enough to leave the party. And I don't. I don't have the right answer on that, but I wonder what this means for um, for the future of the Republican Party. The the CEO of Home Depot, uh, who was a huge Trump supporter, huge donor, um, after last after everything that happened last week, uh, said pretty much that he felt like he was bamboozled and that he will throw all the support into making sure that Joe Biden is the most successful president in history. What do we do with that? I think that would be a, a good conversation to have. And then on the on the left, you have. Um, Folks that feel like we are going, that we're not going far enough to the left. And so, in a country where it seems like people are going to be even more divided going into these next four years, what do we do? And what does each party, what does each party do? And I think more and more. How more for, further to the left could, would, 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 would people like to go in that to, party? I don't know. If you're a party. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the, a lot of things that I don't agree with, but a lot further left. I mean, I think when Joe Biden got the nomination and when he became president, a lot of folks on on the left felt that, like, this is going to be terrible. He's no, he's no better than a lot of the, the other folks on the right. So I think, as I say that, being moderate pisses a lot of people off, which is crazy to me, but it feels like that's what we need. We need someone that's going to bring stability on the right or left, um, and a lot of people are uncomfortable and upset at that. There are a lot of people that are on the left that were upset that Joe Biden was president, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, that's it's it's interesting though. I don't know what the real number is. I heard today that there's more independents in Florida than there are registered Republicans or Democrats. Really? Okay. And so I think that there's way more independents out there. What was the actual final count on the popular vote? Do you oh, know? that I don't, I'm sure we could Google it, but I don't. I think it was like, fairly close. No. It was, I think he lost by, because Hillary won the popular vote last time by mm-hmm. 4 million. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that Trump ended up, or Biden ended up winning by probably that, I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. So it's interesting that I, I really think that there are a lot of, of, 
people who are like like me. I haven't voted in at the top of the ticket. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, all I want is for a candidate to be a regular human being. Right. Um, what do you think brings unity to the country? So take. Well, I, I, I think that the I think that the the mechanism we have for selecting um, the candidates for two parties is is what's flawed. It's shitty. The it's the terrible. thought leaders it's in terrible. the Republican Party now are conservative talk show hosts on the radio and on television, um, and that's why Donald Trump I think was able to 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 win. And when he comes back again, as I'm sure that he will, oh sure, he's not going away. Next time, it's just I mean the primary. Um, I think it's really really hard for a moderate voice to uh, to come out of that. And on the same thing on the Democratic side, I feel like Bernie should have won both times, yeah. you know, over the last two cycles. But but yeah. that party wasn't interested in running Bernie. Nope. Um, so I, I don't know anything about it. I think it would be great if we could have a viable third party um, come out. Um, do you feel like, do you feel like, and I want to uh, go back to the Capitol, do you, do you feel like if you were an elected official um, in, like, in the Capitol at that time that you'd have like different views on everything that happened? Like if you were like, my Pence or uh, insert elected official here that was like, Hold up in a place for four hours when you had no idea what was happening. Like, what would your thought process be? Different from what I think. How? Different from like. I guess my my question goes back to. Maybe it's not an obviously, but it's like. There is a reason why I Mike Pence was not protected today. Oh. Maybe not make it racial, but like there is a reason why there is not security here to make sure that all these people were taken care of. Do you feel like your mind would change coming from that thoughts, like from the mindset of an elected official being in there? Like I wouldn't run for office anymore, kind of a thing, or or or, or are you talking about me not thinking that the whole white privilege thing? The whole white privilege thing. Oh well, shoot, man. I again, what happened was this: a bunch of people broke into the Capitol with bad intentions. Yes. And they were, were were from what I have to think, they were unsuccessful. Or at least some of them in doing what they came there to do. So I don't I don't care if they were crazy white supremacists or if they were part of the you know whatever the opposite of that is. Right. I, I I give a shit. I need to make sure that whoever is behind this needs to get rooted out and thrown in jail or whatever justice, and do then you, it never happens again. Do you feel Do you feel bad or do you feel like it's cancel culture to like? Do you feel it's bad that these people are being like outed and punished via social media? No, I thought it was hilarious that uh, like it was the funniest thing in the world that none of them wore, wore masks, and so because of that, <laughs> and because of that, <laughs> you could see their faces, right? It's like, it's oh, like, the yeah. I mean, it's just too good, right? Like, I don't like the term delicious, but that is that is fucking delicious right there, you know. And, and that that fucking that motherfucker, that Arizona motherfucker, uh, in a fucking Vikings hat and it's fucking face painted, that he lives in his fucking mom's basement or whatever. But is that actually true? I, I don't that, know. Is that whatever. true? I, keep I think it should that. be. Like, that's, that's a good narrative. I think it absolutely should be true. <laughs> so that's the thing. I'm like, I don't care what these people are. I, I don't care. They they need to be punished. They need to be punished. Hundred percent, a thousand percent. We need accountability and we need justice right. on that. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Do you feel um, 
there's stuff about uh, there was an article in Forbes that was pretty much saying like if you worked in the Trump administration at least at the like at the press level we're going to scrutinize everything you do uh, if you're if you are a company that hires one of these people do you think that's yeah it's interesting what was, uh, I was that? listening to uh, Scott Galloway's podcast this morning he had a, a CNN guy on there mm-hmm. and he was talking about how you know, every administration keeps yes. records of people that, 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 that were a part of it. And you know what? Are, are you going to, when there's hiring decisions being made, do I know what's in your heart about why you're making the decision, decision to hire Steve over Stacy mm-hmm. or whatever? I don't know the answer to that. Right. So does it sound really bad? Yes. And if we lived in a perfect world where there were perfect scenarios, should we not, right. you know, cast aspersions on somebody because of the decisions that they made? Well, you know, of course we shouldn't do that, but it just it is, what it, just it is. is what it is. Right. Um, it doesn't serve anybody. It's like a- AOC, who is just such a lightning rod. I'm sure she she's is a, a smart lightning person. Rod. She gets on in, in her voice and her delivery style talking about, we need to know who these people are and everything else. It's the same thing about coming out and start and saying that the things have that everything has to do with race. Maybe it does. I, I don't know. What did AOC say, uh, come out and say? Uh, she came out a while ago talking about how we need to make sure that we know anybody who helped with the Trump campaign and the Trump uh, administration. Yeah, that's a hard thing because, like, I mean, you don't know what you're getting into. I probably would have taken, like, if you could offer me a press secretary job for a president, I'd be like, 100% I'm going to do that yeah, job. Right. right. Um, so it's, it's the same thing with, with, with all this stuff. Um, it's really hard to be to be a leader, right? Oof, yes. So hard to be a leader and hard to be an elected official and to balance all the demands that you have and to be effective at communicating with the public and to do all those things. But I think that we could all, again, do ourselves well by being a little bit more measured and, and toning down some of that rhetoric, even if it's bullshit, you know? Joe Biden, I think the campaign or the... Uh, the whole topic of his acceptance speech is going to be United America or right. whatever. But, I mean, that's what Obama said. Right, about right, 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 right. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, do you think after Trump's four years, do you feel like you believe everything that happened in House of Cards more or less? Did you watch House of Cards? Of course, yeah. I'm like, all of that is probably true now, like now that we know. Well, we know that fucking aliens are real now. <laughs> That's true. So, that is true. Let's talk about what's important is that, well, I don't know if that's important. No, it's I mean, all declassified now. Go a, look that up, by the way. Aliens great, are real. What a great show that was, and what a shame that Kevin Spacey got canceled. I, mean, yeah. I don't even know what the deal there was, really. But can we bring it back? Can we, can we, can we reboot it? Maybe Trump can, 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 can yeah. be the main character on the next House of Cards show. I wonder if he's a, is he a good enough actor. I don't know. Well, don't you remember from Home Alone? He had that <laughs> yeah, cameo and that great part. Of that. Yeah, that was awesome. So the way forward for all this, I, I, I don't know, man. It's like we, I thought a lot about uh, when they passed the stimulus bill, hmm. you know, which was all fucking preposterous, and they mm. had all that extra money for special interest and, and it's everything. So it's gross. so we. I after reading that bill, I don't know how you could not be upset about, but there's. So much money that you, much more you could be giving to the American people, but we're giving X amount of money to gender studies like overseas. It's like I, and maybe I'm just, I've not never been a politician, so maybe that's just how it works, and that's well, what also, you do. It's also like, you're, you're, you're a giant bigot because you don't want gender studies to be done overseas. Okay, I'm not touching that one on, on air. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's just all 
all we can do is is be better consumers Ooh. just just ourselves we can be better consumers of the people who who are electing and making sure that we're educating ourselves on on, on what they're doing and and be more proactive in not holding their feet to the fire, but just making sure, hey, Centauri, I see that you voted you know, for this. Can you tell me a little bit more about how, how you came to that decision? And then be a better consumer of, of, of information as well. Right? You, you're a, um, you, you gobble up and, and devour podcasts. Give us three podcasts that you listen to all the time. Well, I, I, love, uh, I love Joe Rogan, so I listen to his podcast. People who are probably triggered by that, but that's just probably because I don't think that I feel like Joe Rogan is like liked by everyone, right? No, I don't think that everybody's. Oh, like gosh, I like, I, everyone's like I. Everyone seems to listen to his podcast. I listen to Scott Galloway, who uh, I think it's the Prof G Show. So I listen to his podcast. I listen to Rachel Maddow. No, I don't. I do not listen. to <laughs> I was like, I, I was genuinely confused <laughs> I try to listen to Tim Ferriss but Tim drives me crazy so I really can't I listen to Gary Vee so the, the, the like the standard like yeah, yes I listen to that stuff anything so, out of the box like anything that you recommend that like probably is not on the you know iTunes top 10 um well I listen to a podcast called Lore is pretty cool What's that? and a podcast called unexplained it's like ghost stories and, and made up stuff i think that those are pretty cool just from a from an entertainment value standpoint but if so, you're if you're gonna get like information about what's happening in the world your go-to podcast is oh i don't have one like that oh really gotcha no i stopped paying attention to politics and as i tell people to be better consumers that doesn't mean that i need to be consuming this stuff 24 7 yeah, yeah. we've i think we've talked a lot about yeah. this that yeah. It used to be that you woke up on election day and went and voted, and that was the last time you thought about politics for right. the rest of the year. And I think that the more we can get back to that, so long as the people that we have in office are not pieces of shit, and we can actually trust to be representative of us. Right. And that's not to say that we don't have that. Right. Because you very well, wherever you are listening, you might have the best elected officials that are out there. Uh, but I literally had to stop going on Twitter because it was just, you know, it. It riles you up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, all, all of it makes me mad. Obviously, I think that Donald Trump is the biggest piece of shit ever, but I think that that a lot of the the woke stuff is fucking garbage right, too. Right, right, right. You know, both sides of it are it's a giant douche and a turd sandwich. <laughs> so I was on, I was on a was on a podcast yesterday, and they asked me what was my favorite social media platform, um, and I said Instagram, and they're like, not Facebook. I was like, well. Facebook has become just a place for like people to argue, and I'm I'm right in the thick of it. But I love Instagram because like it's just memes, pictures yeah. of friends, kids. Simple, right? It's very very simple. Yeah. How about you? What podcast do you listen to? I'm actually not a big podcast person, mm. um, but I do read Tangle every day. So if you are not, is it Tangle or Tangle? Or, tangle. Or are these two separate things? Is there, a, <laughs> is there a Tingle and a Tangle? And if there's not, how is there not Tingle and Tangle or sister sites or whatever? I don't know what would happen if you typed Tingle.com into your browser. I bet. You, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you know exactly what happens. <laughs> Tangle is a uh, is a great it's a great news source. Axios is good. Um, it's Tangle T A N G L E. Yep, Axios is good. And then I try to read something on the the right. National Review, uh, something on the left. Um, 
the Atlantic and then just kind of figure out what what's right from all those things. Yeah. Yeah, I go to, I like Wall Street Journal, I like Bloomberg. You know, I think that hopefully those are sort of different from one another, although I don't know. What do you think happens coming out of this in the next two weeks? If you were to make some predictions, what would they be? Yeah, I don't. I think that we're going to. I saw that that, that, that that Representative Ayanna Presley said that the panic buttons had been ripped out of her office. Oh, I don't. Well, yeah, well, that's really. That's whisker. That's. Okay. I mean, if, if that's not true, that's a salacious yeah. thing to say. Yeah. So I have to assume that it's true. And That's then, really scary. I also right. didn't know that they had panic buttons, but that makes sense. And then, oh my God. So I think that all sorts of stuff's going to come out. But as you say that, none of it might come out at all. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that I listen to and pay attention to that are pretty worried about um, domestic terrorism, mm-hmm. like Timothy McVeigh style of domestic terrorism and yeah. which is an awful thing to be thinking about um Oklahoma yeah do you feel do you, do you believe that um do you believe that the inauguration should go on live do you think that should be in person there are a lot of people that think it should be virtual only Ugh. well you don't want to let the terrorists win right right yeah so I think that yeah but in the environment with COVID like should you yeah it's yeah with COVID and then with everything that's going on it would hell I don't know that's, a, that's an interesting question yeah that'd be a hard one I don't I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that um, inauguration day goes without any real fanfare I'm sure there'd be something but um, and then we just kind of get back to a place where there's some normalcy I'm, I know that's like super Pollyanna and naive but man that would be that'd be great yeah Totally agree. Whatever normalcy is. Right? Whatever normalcy is. Like, oh, dude, I don't even remember it. Like, like uh, 2019 normalcy? <laughs> right before it hit. Yeah, right, right before all that hit. Yeah, it should be, it should be pretty, yeah. That is, that is interesting. Huh. Uh, any other questions that people had that, uh, that I can make mad? Um, no, I think that's actually covered a lot of them. I think a lot of people just kind of wanted to know what do we do from here? And that's a, that's a hard question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it, it's, it's always the same answer though. It's like, do your best to, to educate yourself and just be a good person. Be kind. Be kind. Like that's, that is actually good. That's really good. If, if, everybody, if, if, if everybody did that, then it would be okay. <laughs> Then legit, everything would be okay, you know. I, and I, I think that everybody that listens to this though is is probably very measured and, yeah. and has probably done their best to think about both sides right. and to put themselves in the shoes of of, of others. Um, and so that's not really the, the the people that we're worried about. There's 300 and what 50 340 million people in the United States of America. Right. If one percent of those people are psychopaths, what is that? 3.4 million people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. What is that per state? Uh, like 50,000 people, right? So. I've done that math. Yeah, that's, so psychopaths or crazy people or people that just are, 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 are untethered. Those are the people that we need to be really worried about, you know? But by demanding or trying to, and I don't even know how, how, how you demand accountability on, on news stations because it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse before it gets better. So, before we go, George, to make our 
make our audience laugh after a couple of tense moments. Tell us your favorite dad joke. My favorite dad joke? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's just so many of them. Well, so we had, uh, in my house, we get to celebrate uh, Hanukkah and Christmas. So that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. Makes for a pretty amazing uh, December. And we had, like, essentially an advent calendar, right, which is where you count, count down the days to Christmas. And each one had a joke on it. And one of them, it, like, we, we, we were missing it or something like that. And, uh, and so I just made one up on the fly for my four-year-old. And I said, James, why did the cookie go to the doctor? He said, why? I said, because it had a bad case of the crumbles. <laughs> That's very cute. And he has been parodying that back <laughs> to everybody. So That's so cute. So I suppose that one's my favorite because I, I actually... You guys actually came I, up I, with I it. I came up with it. Although, when you become a dad, you just are sort of a sort of a joke machine. Joke, joke machine. I'm yeah. sure he laughs at everything that you do. He does. I yeah. laugh at everything you do, but it's for different reasons. lowest common denominator kind of thing. <laughs> just for other reasons. Do you have a favorite dad joke sometime? Or... I, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard. No. I would have been able to come up with something better if you don't just put me on the spot, but that's okay. Well, sorry. Yeah. No worries. So you have final advice for people on, on how they should be moving forward? Um, <clears throat> you know, I think if I would do one thing differently following the capital, uh, it would be as with anything, to kind of just wait until the dust settles before forming thoughts or opinions. And so um, I think my advice would be in a 24-hour news cycle, it's really easy to get caught up and consume and do things nonstop and have that take over your life. And with that becomes clouded judgment about what's actually happened. So I'm glad that you made us go to first principles of like, these are actually the, the facts of what's going on. Um, so my advice would be, there's a lot of information out there. Just be measured and kind of like step away because it's okay to... It's okay to step away from it for a bit and get some clarity. Yeah, I think that that's excellent. It's also okay to, to accept the fact that two things could be true at the same time. True. You know? I mean, sure, I guess. Really? Maybe. <laughs> it's possible that two things can be true at the same time. It's not just all in on, 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 on this one position because I think that in a lot of ways that's that's what's gotten us here. Fair. Okay. I'll, I, will, I will agree to part of that. What part, what, what part won't you agree to? That two things can't be true at the same time? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? What does that even mean? How can two things be true? Well, give me an example of two things being true at the same time. I could have both heart disease and fucking cancer at the same time. Oh, you mean that they're not contradictory. Okay, gotcha. That's true. That's true. So I can believe that, that every human being should have justice without, you know... And also believe in the sovereignty of the individual. And okay, I, that's you know, so I can okay. go after. I agree with those, those things. So those, these are all. all that's what you meant. Okay, I agree with that. So what, what, what were you thinking? Alternative facts. That's what I thought you were oh. saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. So yeah, I was like, no, that's like if something's not true, it's just not true. Well, that's. <laughs> but I agree with you on those things. Yes, there can be two things that are true at once. I thought you were going to turn into the, a male Kellyanne Conway, and I was like, that's not, that's really? not, I'm not going to. A male Kellyanne Conway? Is that just Donald Trump? Sean Spicer. Yeah, I think it was just, I think he was the only guy, the only guy, secret, press secretary. He was on the dancing show, huh? <laughs> Did he do well? 
<laughs> you, would know, you would know the answer to that question right. way more oh. than I would there. All right. Buddy. <laughs> I've never watched that show. Okay. <laughs> there is a 0% chance that you've never watched that show. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What else? Is that it? That's it. We're still in the air. Maybe. We haven't gotten canceled yet. <laughs> we have to release the show to get canceled. Oh. Perfect. Well, thanks as always for listening. Um, Tintari will try to work harder to not have such a big lapse in, in between shows moving forward, but but you know how that goes. Just blame that on me. Fine. Go for it. Keep questioning <laughs> because the struggle is real. I love you.